When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge, now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Welcome. This week's play-by-play of the Hang Time Podcast. Back down a lefty hook. Breaks it in. With your host, Elliot Anderson, stop it down behind his head. Seku Smith, the tipping is good at the buzzer. And Vince Thomas. Slices across the lane, puts up a hook on the run. No, but a dynamite stick back slam. Now it's time for the tip up. Hang time podcast, playoff edition. Vince Thomas and myself, Seku Smith, bringing it to you live here on NBA.com. What's up, what's up, what's up? Vince, let's get right into it. Let's do it. The Western Conference, 4-5 game, the Denver Nuggets and Utah Jazz. Joining us now, hot off the presses, NBA.com's Jeff Case. Jeff, what's happening? Not much, guys. How you doing? Good, man. Cool let's, man. Uh, let's, let's get into this series. Let's dig in now. <coughs> Denver is a team that's been up and down, dealt with injuries. Obviously, the serious situation with uh, Coach George Carl. Right. Is this a... Evenly matched series like it looks on paper, or is this one of those deals where we got one wounded team in Denver and a team that's really, you know, poised for an upset in Utah? I mean, the thing you have to keep in mind about Denver is they played well all season, and then they kind of tailed off the last couple weeks here. You know, a big part of that, obviously, is George Carl being gone. But I think another part of it is just that um, they've just had problems, I think, you know, kind of closing out games that they should win and uh, just – getting the production out of guys that they're used to. You know, they don't have Kenyon Martin, so that's a big problem. Chris Anderson, they gave him a big contract in the offseason, but I would say he hasn't played as well as he did last year. Right. Um, they got a little bit of a gem in Aaron Aflalo, but, um, you know, I wouldn't say they've played as well down the stretch as they, as they did earlier in the year. The Jazz pretty much sealed their own fate in the span <laughs> of about two days. Right. You know, I mean, they went from basically having at least the number three seed within their grasp, right. grasp and then they go – and managed to lose to the Suns at home. with Even without Boozer, they had enough firepower, I thought, to take care of Phoenix, and right. they couldn't get it done. So now they find themselves in the fifth spot. And I think that they're probably probably going to be a bit shell-shocked going into the playoffs. I mean, just today I was reading online that Darren Williams was really disappointed with the fact that they didn't come through and win at home against okay. the Suns, right. and, and now, they gotta, now they're in this predicament with Denver. And Denver beat them 3-1 to one this season, right. and it should really have been 4-0. Because the one game the Jazz won, Denver almost came back and took that one too. Right. You know, I, Jeff, I'm, I'm, you know, because both teams are are actually really good teams. You know, regardless, I think of the way that they that they ended the season. But and I think this is just the nature of of the Western Conference because you look at both teams and you're wondering like, is does 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 either team have sort of that X factor or anything 
that gives them the edge in the series. And other than maybe like Carmelo Anthony, I, I and well maybe that maybe that is Carmelo Anthony the edge because Utah doesn't have a Carmelo Anthony or is Darren Williams a Carmelo Anthony? I think yeah. I mean I think the thing is is like each team has like a guy who could be the edge, you know, D. Will or or Carmelo, and they have another guy who could step up and take over too, Carlos Boozer, Carmelo or uh, Chauncey Billups, Boozer. you know. So there's definitely those guys that are able to take over a series, but like mm-hmm. you said, I don't know who's going to do that. You know, mm-hmm. last year Denver, a lot of you know, if you think about their run last year, a lot of their wins came from guys stepping up and doing stuff that you wouldn't expect to make a big, you know, big push in the playoffs. You know, right. Anderson, Kmart, Dante Jones stopping people on the perimeter. So they got to get all that stuff again this season to go on another run. For the Jazz, I mean, the, the question for them, you know, is Boozer healthy? Is Karolinko healthy? But also another guy that I think they need to get something out of is like C.J. Miles. You know, think about it. Two years ago, mm-hmm. Sam Presti put an offer on C.J., Right. And uh, Kevin O'Connor decided to match it because they saw a lot in him. And he is really kind of leveled off in his production. He'll show a little flash of something, and then he'll regress, won't hit threes like they need him to. Get so, what, though? Like, when you say get get something out of him, like, what kind of production are they going to need from Do you think that, because you're, you know, you're a big jazz, jazz guy, what kind of production do you think they would need from him throughout the series to give them that, you know, that the, the edge? I think the so thing with, with, like, C.J., Miles and the difference from like Kyle Korver. Korver's the kind of guy you got to get off screens, get him open, he'll hit a three. CJ is athletic, athletic enough where he can make a shot off the dribble or get a short screen and, and hit a shot quickly. He's got to be able. To, I mean, that's that's a big part of Utah's offense ever since Jerry Sloan has been there. You got you know Malone and Stockton back in the day. Now you got Dwell and Boozer, but a big part of that there was always Jeff Hornacek. Well, who's going to be Jeff Hornacek now? That's oh, that's how Utah goes on playoff runs. Right. You got to have that perimeter shooter. It's going to nail threes, and you got to have someone in the middle that's going to play some kind of defense. A Greg Ostertag, that's, that's been their problem in the past. They haven't had shot blocking, and they haven't had a consistent three-point threat. Well, mm-hmm. if I'm the Jazz, or if I'm Jazz fans, and I'm counting on Chester. Uh, <laughs> Who's Chester? What are you I, talking about? I think about? that's dude's real name, huh? Yeah. Oh, CJ. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, I'm sorry. If I'm counting on Chester, I'm counting on Chester Miles to get me through. I don't know, son. Well, no, they're I, not counting on Chester. I'm to saying, get him. but th- you let's talk- call him Chester from now on. They're not. Counting I just on like Chester the idea from, that Chester. They're not counting on Chester to get him through. But I can, I, I can see them coming into the series and maybe Sloan having a conversation with him, saying like, "Dude, we need you to ball. Yeah, if we're going to beat this team." But I mean, it's Calvin Andre Miles Jr. By the dang way, dang it, I was hoping it was Chester. <laughs> well, let's just keep calling. No, we can't keep calling him Chester, <laughs> Michael. You just ruined. I was. We needed it to be Chester anyway. I'm. I'm just thinking. J.R. Smith is the kind of guy that I'm going into the playoffs thinking. Right. He's, he's this another is guy the kind of guy like that blows up. Yeah. Yep. He's another guy that can do now, it. Now, is his name really Earl? <laughs> Double check that, Micah. <laughs> I, I need a guy like that to, you know, I can. Dep- I know I can't depend on him every night to give me 20, you know, 25 right. points. But I'm saying he's the capability of doing that exactly. enough times in a seven-game series where I feel comfortable saying, I know I'm going to get enough of this out of this guy. To help me get over the, you know, to to get over this hurdle. What I, what I want to know is, okay, so Utah um, reached the conference finals in it was two thousand seven. Okay, right. but they, I mean, they got a lucky break with the Warriors beating the, the Mavs. And see, and, and that's what that I'm saying. Helps. And that's and that's what I'm saying. Like, are we? Are we correct in thinking of them as true championship contenders? Because I, when I look at every season coming into the postseason, I never really look at Utah as having the requisite the requisite medal to to really 
win it all or to even get out of the West. So I don't know if I think of them any different this season. And I do think that Denver can 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 go all the way at least out of at least out of the West. So I mean, I look at this series and I'm thinking, I, why, why would you feel anyone good about pick? Denver though? Yeah, with yeah. the way they finished the year. See, the, yeah, the, I don't I do. know. Well, I mean, the Lake, the Lakers. The, the, who finished the, the year well? San Antonio, Phoenix. You know, that's that's really. But it. I'm saying, I'm not so, talking about the last month or two. I'm talking about just the way their season has. It you know, Denver season was on a upward. You know, yeah. Until you got to about mid mid March, exactly. They were looking like they look okay, like, Lakers, yeah. bring it on. Yeah, you know, exactly. we're ready to take you down. Mm-hmm. And now they look like. Well, okay, uh, Lakers, how you feeling? Maybe we'll take you down. You know? well, here's here's what I think Denver has, Jeff. That I, okay, Denver has Carmelo Anthony, which is, who is probably the best scorer in the league, oh, and right. definitely one of the you know two or three best clutch scorers in the league. Um, Chauncey Billups, who is a champion and is also one of the better clutch players in, in the league. J.R. Smith, who, like Say just said, um, is one of the league's great X factors because when he's on, he can drop thirty-five to forty right. on you. Right. So th- these are these are things. You know, they have big men that are active. You know, right. I mean, there, there's some injury issues there, but you know, th- these are the things that make you look at Denver. You know, in spite of how they finished the season, and, and and say, you know what, they can get out of the West. They can win three series in this tough conference. Right. What What would make one say that about Utah? The first thing for the Jazz, in my opinion, is they got to get something out of Memo every night. Memo right. core. I mean, he's got to come in, hit threes. He's actually a halfway decent post-up player. I mean, he, he made his reputation two years ago hitting all these big threes in regular season games and a couple playoff games. But he's really worked on his post-game. Plays def- de- decent defense down there. He did a good job against Yao a couple years ago. So that's one thing. Um, Kirilenko has missed about probably the last dozen or so games. He's got to come back and basically pick up where he left off and not only do that, but stay in front of Carmelo Anthony and keep him from scoring forget every time it. he wants. Yeah, forget about it. The next thing is Boozer. You know, obviously he's going to get 20 and 10, but the problem that Boozer has had in the past, at least when I've watched him, is guys like Anderson and, you know, really athletic bigs that can get up and block a shot. He has trouble against some of those guys sometimes because right. he's not this out-of-the-gym leaper like Amari Stoudemire. He, a lot of his game is on the perimeter, right. hitting jumpers, freeing up the inside for himself. But if those jumpers aren't falling, he's usually going to have a rough night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are at least three things they need. You know, they got Wes Matthews, their rookie. How's he going to do guarding, great, great you know, point. other perimeter players that Denver's going to trot out? I mean, more than likely when it comes down to the end of the game, you figure J.R. Smith is going to be out there. And more than likely when it comes down to the end of the game, Wesley Matthews is going to be out there. That means he's got to stay in front of, of uh, J.R. Smith yeah. and, and keep him under control. Right. You know. Good so, luck with that one. Yeah, those are all, I mean, at least three things Utah has to do in the playoffs to, to get out of this series. Whether they can go to the, like, the West Finals or even the NBA Finals, they're kind of one of those teams that I feel like they have to get all the breaks along the way with other teams' matchups they would get. Right. You know, if they get out of the first round, they face L.A., and L.A. has found its stride from earlier this season – I don't know, maybe two wins there, you yeah. know. But even this series with Denver, you know, it could go seven games. It could go six. It's hard to really say what you're going to see out of this series, you yeah. know. But I think that um, – We need to it, be worried about this series too. Like, I understand what you're talking about. Like, what makes you think they could get all the way through, Vince? Uh, they got more important issues. Like, how do they get through Denver? And, mm-hmm. and along that line, I don't, I'm prediction time. Who do, who do you see winning this series and in, in how many games? I'm looking at it, and, and right away I'm thinking this is a six-game series, and I'm thinking Denver wins this thing. Yeah, I think, a, I think a series like this, I mean, I could see the first game after what happened with the Jazz on, you know, last night losing to Phoenix. I could see them kind of being a little hungover possibly. Mm-hmm. You know, Jerry Sloan will get them ready, but they've had trouble winning in Denver the last couple of years. Yeah. And I could see them just making some 
mistakes down the stretch or just little ticky-tack things throughout the game and drop in a game like that. And I think from there out, they'll probably play Denver well the rest of the way. But I think a game like that where they don't come out sharp and they don't manage to get on Denver right away is going to be their undoing somewhere in the series. And I, overall, I think Denver's probably going to win at seven. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm, I'm, going with, uh, I'm going with Denver in five. Um, and I'm not trying to that, – that's not me trying to be provocative. I just think that – Thank you. <laughs> no, I really I, – you know, I see Denver I see Denver winning both of their home games, and then I see them grabbing one in Utah, which I know winning in, you know, in, in Salt Lake City, um, especially in the playoffs, is a tough task. But the games get close um, in the playoffs, as we all know, and I just think that Denver has the – from Chauncey to Carmelo to, to again, even a guy like J.R., they have the uh, personnel that um, is better suited to winning close games, and then I, so I see them going back to to Denver with a three one lead. Um, excuse me. Yeah, no, I see them going back to Denver with a three one lead and closing it out. Denver well, thing, five. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I mean the thing to remember too is you know first game of the season was Denver Utah and Carmelo stole a pass, went up, dunked on Paul Millsap. So I mean they obviously mm-hmm. yeah. are not. I guess you could say afraid or worried about any other team in their division or the West. Right. You know, they when they're playing at their best, they know they can take down anybody. And right. the games mm-hmm. they played against the Jazz, they pretty much manhandled them, the games mm-hmm. they won. So mm-hmm. there's no reason to think it couldn't go five. But I think the team that they played earlier in the season twice and maybe the third time versus the team they're going to play now is a little different. I think the Jazz will put up a lot more fight. The team earlier in the season was dealing with Boozer, was dealing with, hey, what direction are we going in? Right. What's What are we doing with Paul Millsap? Everybody's got their role now, and that's the key with the Jerry Sloan team is when everybody has a role, they play well. So I think they'll play well, but I don't think they're good enough to beat Denver if Denver's playing well. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be terribly surprised if any of these Western Conference series finish up in five. I mean, I'm expecting six- and seven-game series across the board out west, but, that, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Jeff Case, NBA.com's Five on the Rise guru. Join five us. on the Rise guru, okay. Guru. Okay, I got you. Join us on the Hangtime Podcast to preview the four or five Matchup out west between Denver and Utah. Jeff, appreciate you coming through. Thanks, guys. Hang time podcast. Stick around. Playoff edition. You're getting the most out of being at a game with American Express. The card member entrance, the lounge, and out tip-off. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.